T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. So we've seen a real shift from those high-flying, sexy growth stocks that have been just killing it for two years now to more conservative value names. And this is the Gains Podcast, so we're always looking for yield. And we've come up with a list of dividend stocks that you might want to check out. And I'm not talking about those 1%, 2%, 3% annual yields. I'm talking about some real gains. I'm talking 7 8 9 10% double-digit yields. Stocks paying healthy returns, some of them even monthly. So you can take that immediate monthly dividend and put it right back to work the next month to accumulate even more shares, almost like a snowball effect. We've got a ton of names, high-dividend yield names, and you're going to want to check them out. I'm Andy Gersher. This is Gains. All right, so we're going to bring on Bill Uliveri, owner of Senecal Capital Management in Glenview. And as always, his website, SenecalCapital.com. That's C-E-N-A-C-L-E Capital.com. Hey, Bill, glad to get you back on the Gaines podcast. Great to be back. Yeah, and you know what? We usually bring Bill on to talk crypto, and we've had some great conversations. The the last uh, episode, we had Bill do a 101 on Bitcoin, and I'm telling you, if you you haven't heard it and you're interested and you want the 101 on Bitcoin, go back and listen to it. Uh, I've gotten a, a great response. Uh, I think, Bill, uh, thanks to you, and uh, I think we hit the sweet spot on that. I've gotten a lot of of, of responses saying, hey, you know, really explained a, a, a very difficult thing to understand. And so uh, if you haven't heard that, definitely go back. Bill and I go into the 101 on Bitcoin. And, uh, you know, when, when I was calling Bill today, I was telling him some of the shifts that I made at the beginning of the year. Uh, we've seen crypto and tech, and we were kind of getting a little whiff of this uh, even before uh, the change of the new year uh, that things were changing. And so in our discussion, when I talked to Bill today, we were going to further our discussion on crypto. But we, we, we I mentioned the shift that I was taking, and Bill, you this is right in your sweet spot as well. So uh, dividend stocks, and not just the, the little ones that uh, – maybe grannies hold on to, but using dividend stocks to make big gains. And so I was like, you know, we'll put crypto on hold for a week. I mean, it's getting roughed up right now. You know, still, I'm Bill, you're with me, right? Uh, Still Mm -hmm. long-term crypto is going to be great, but it's been roughed up right now. And 
you know, I just wanted to t- talk about this when we were talking about the shift uh, from technology to value. And then I was telling you some of the things I was doing with dividends. And it was like, let's talk about this because this is this is interesting. And there's big gains to be made in uh, dividends as well. Yeah, there sure is. I mean, and really, as, as a firm, we're trying to you know bridge the gap between traditional investing and digital assets. So I have a foot, you know, one on each side of the of the bridge, Andy, and this is super exciting, and I'm really glad that you called today because, again, we have we share so much in common about dividend-paying stocks and how to get yield, uh, whether we look for it in the traditional space or we look for it in cryptocurrency. But let's focus on dividend-paying stocks and how we can get uh, listeners a dividend check per month. And before we start here, you're going to want to grab a pen and paper for this one. I have a ton of names I'm going to bring to the table, and I'm sure Bill will as well. So get a pen and paper because we are going to throw you a ton of different uh, dividend stocks. Um, so as we get started, dividend stocks or dividends are paid in a number of ways. Most companies worldwide pay quarterly dividends, you know, every three months. And there's also I've, I've discovered about 30 some companies that pay monthly dividends as well. There, there's a, a couple different uh areas or, or, or time frames that we're looking at. You know, I'm trying to put it together a high-yield cash machine dividend portfolio. And when I uh, started looking into these monthly dividends, we get paid a dividend each month. And the thing I like about that is then you can immediately reinvest it and put it back to work for the next month. Let's just set the table. Uh, Bill, where, where do you start with dividends? Boy, that's really a great question, Andy. And what I would say is that not every single one of our stocks that we invest for our client portfolios, because, you know, it is a monthly dividend paying stock. Our goal is to create a dividend stream for our clients so they receive a dividend check every single month. And so what we do is we stagger, we ladder companies. Some pay their dividends on the January, April, July, October schedule. Other companies pay them out in the March, June, September schedule. Other ones pay out in Feb, May, August, and November. And then intermixed with that, we have exchange-traded funds and closed-end funds that pay a monthly dividend. So no matter what, we still look at the aggregate overall yield of the portfolio. But again, you know, of the 100 accounts that we manage, you know, we have people that are, that are 70 years old. And actually, I have one guy, one guy who's about 39, 40 years old, and he all he wants is dividend-paying stocks in his portfolio. So he has a little bit of crypto, and he owns the dividend-paying stocks that I'm managing for him. I have other clients that have, are already in or have just entered retirement that they can't survive on 0.01 at their local bank. They can't survive on a 10-year treasury rate of 1.7. We have to try to do something better for them, not just acquiring income, but also potentially for adding growth. So how we do it is we do it multifaceted. And I wish I could say it's a it's this Cartesian process of, of rigid rules, but it's really, there's a lot of arts in here in what we're doing. So again, we try to find companies that are, um, they're in the financial services, real estate, gas or electric utilities, communication companies, which are generally technology companies, energy and basic materials. And so our portfolio is very diversified across, you know, six, seven, eight different sectors out of potentially 40. Um, And that's how we we manage 
we manage our client accounts and we, we try to pick about 30 stocks maximum uh, and ones that are generally have options traded, listed options, so that when we want to, we can add an additional yield on top of that portfolio by selling a covered call option or a slightly out of the money covered call to increase our yield and increase gains. In fact, we just uh, a couple episode gains episodes before we had Matt Matigan and we did a 101 on options, and you definitely want to check that out. Uh, Bill just mentioned using a cover call strategy to boost uh, stocks that you already, a portfolio you already have, using a cover call uh, strategy to actually juice your return. We got into that with uh, the our 101 on options. Uh, so definitely, if, if you're new to options, you're going to want to check that episode as well. Uh, I, I think we really kind of explain exactly what an option is and how they're used and then how to use covered calls to uh, juice your existing portfolio. Uh, before we start throwing names out there, mm-hmm. and we have a ton of them, there are a couple things about dividends I did want to talk about. There are some high-yielding dividends out there available. And uh, just warning and that's what's on my list. You know, as I always talk, I'm the degenerate risk taker. And I like, uh, you know, I like the juice and I'm willing to uh, throw a little more risk out there. But two parts, high dividend yields can be a warning and can be dangerous. Uh, you also don't want to get caught into a dividend trap. And uh, so let's let's just start there first. Often, if you see a really, really high yield, something north of six, seven, eight percent on a stock, that can be certainly a warning sign. And uh, you can also buy high yielding dividend stocks that slowly lose value over time. That's called a dividend trap. So, uh, just before we get into anything else, just explain that real quick, Bill. Right, a dividend trap. I mean, it's. Um, it's we we are so desperate for yield in these days because the Federal Reserve and our monetary policy has kind of perverted uh, every type of valuation of how you measure, measure risk. And so today's retirement people are desperate for dividend. And sometimes the companies that are about to uh, implode, right? They they're they're I hate to say implode. That's not really the right word. But companies that are struggling with growth will pay out in dividends. And sometimes as their fundamental prospects become less and less attractive, you'll see the company go down and down and down and down in value before the, the board of directors decides to cut a dividend or to, or to, redu- or to completely eliminate a dividend. And that can sometimes be uh, you know, tough on account holders. Like we've seen it before with companies uh, you know, like IBM or Verizon, the Amer- you know, American Telephone and Telegraph. Uh, Philip Morris slash Kraft, where these companies were really juicy. They're 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 paying good dividends, but the stocks just seem to go down and down and down and down. So we just have to kind of protect ourselves against that in some way, shape, or form. So again, one one thing that we do uh, as a firm is we look at both the dividend and we look at their technical strength. Right? We want to make sure that we. I mean, look at uh, you can't look at it because I'm on on the radio, but it's Kraft Heinz company. That stock made a high at almost $100 per share in 2017, and the low was 19 and a half in uh, the beginning March of 2020. So it lost, you know, 80% of its value over the course of a few years, but it pays a 4%, 4.26% dividend. 
So if you're just a long-term buy and hold only, you know, you may have to, you may have to really hold on to some pain and just be careful. So the dividend trap is to only be attracted to a company because of its dividend and not from some other technical or fundamental uh, decision-making in the, in the process. And and I've discovered on, on just searching for yield and, and uh, some of these sweet, uh, juicy dividend stocks, there's two ways to look at it. You can, you know, look for yield where you see the stock's price pretty much stays the same and you're just getting this yield, whether it's monthly or quarterly, or, and that's just where you're looking for straight dividend growth, or there's some companies that, that not only give a juicy yield, but they have a history of raising their dis- dividend mm-hmm. consistently, and then you're getting yield and dividend growth. And, uh, and then sometimes you'll also, on top of it, see with that dividend growth, additional growth in the stock price as well. So there's a couple ways that you can slice these. Um, For sure. I'm gonna sh- I'll have you share a couple, and then I'll share a couple. So we'll go back and forth here. Uh, let's just talk high yielders that are catching your eye, and uh, we'll just go back and forth. Give me a call, give me one, and then you know I'll go. We'll go back and forth because we have a, a ton of names. What sure. do you like that's just thrown out some heavy yield, but you you see as still relatively safe and 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 some potential? Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you so on a scale of zero to five, I rank all these stocks on their technical um, their technical quality. Are they in a positive market? Are they in a positive trend? Are they potentially outperforming their peers? Are they potentially up, uh, outperforming the S&P 500? So for me, yield is second. The technical direction, the technical strength is more important because everything is relative in this world. And so the first one I'll give you is Ready Capital Corporation. The symbol is RC, Robert Charles. Here's a company that's in real estate. The price is around $15.27 a share. It's in a positive trend on a, a point-and-figure buy signal. It's relative strength buy signal. It's in a column of Xs. It's on a buy signal against its peers in yield 10.38%. And I how don't think often I can discuss- I'm sorry, real quick. Is, is that a quarterly dividend? That is a that is a quarterly dividend. And okay. and my screen is is split in half here. So to get the actual dividend schedule, I have to go to a, a, a different screen. Um, but normally, again, let's see, Ready Capital, uh, standby. Yeah, it's got to be, you know. That pays, that pays on, right, so it pays on a March, June, SEP, DEES schedule. Okay. And you said the yield is 10% on that? 10.38, yes. Wow, that's 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 a good one. I, that's not on my list. I'm going to do the monthly because uh, I'm going to start with a, a couple monthlies that I got like. It. I, I did a I did a query for those two, so I've got a screen up for you also on monthly yields. Oh, okay, cool. The thing that I like, Bill, about the monthly yields is, in a month you get paid, and then you mm-hmm. can immediately take that dividend to buy more shares. But you're not doing it, you know, every quarter. You're doing it monthly, and mm-hmm. uh, there are a couple monthly dividend stocks. Now, this is again, this isn't. Uh, you know, an Abbott Labs, this isn't a J&J type play. So just, you know, full disclosure out there, there's definitely a little more risk 
with some of the names. Past performance, no indication or guarantee of future returns. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I, I like some of these. Okay, I'm going to give you one, my money play. This is my right. big one uh, that I uh, started pounding on at the end of uh, the year, and its ticker is PSEC, Prospect Capital Corp. And that's one of these uh, BDCs, which are their business development corps. Uh, and uh, it's one of it's a diversified BDC. And again, that's ticker Prospect Capital Corp. PSEC. That um, is a diversified BDC that yields eight percent, and then pays a monthly deal, or, or I'm, I'm sorry, a monthly dividend. And the thing I like about that is. When I started doing the numbers, it's amazing how if you you know you get paid that monthly dividend and just being able to put it immediately back to work uh, on this particular uh, uh, stock. Not only am I going to be uh, you know I I put a position in, and I'm going to be dollar cost averaging into this as well, and then putting those dividends that I make each month right back to work and you do that i mean that's how you start building almost a, it's called a snowball effect and uh so so that's my first monthly dividend uh one of these uh business development corps they a, a business development corporation basically lends to startups and businesses that aren't tiny uh but are 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 bigger than what they can do, you know, to get funding through like normal banks, but then not big enough to go to Wall Street for money. So that's the way they would go to uh, a BDC. So that's my first pick. PSEC, 8% dividend, pays monthly. I'm in that full-blown. And the dividend history on that, I've looked back, is pretty decent. So Sounds awesome. Sounds great. All right. So back, uh, I hit the 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 tennis ball back into your side of the court. What do you got for me? Okay. Why don't I give you, so you gave me one. I'm going to give you, um, I'm going to give you San Juan Basin Royalty Trust. San Juan Basin Royalty Trust is in the oil sector. At a scale of zero to five, it has four positive technical attributes. It's a little bit overbought on its weekly basis. Um, but it did break out through some sideways congestion in October of 2021, and that yields 11.02%. So it's a, a, a dividend-paying company. The symbol is SJT, Sam Joseph Thomas. So and again, S, you said uh, SJT on that one? I, I, I've, yes, I've S- heard of that before. You said that's in the energy space? Yeah, it's in, no. it's in the oil sector, um, so it'll be, you know, definitely be more attuned to the moves in 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 oil prices. The high was around fifteen and a half back in 2016. The low was a buck and a half in, during the COVID sell-off in March of 2020, and now it's trading six, uh, seven and a half dollars. So it's still fifty percent off its all-time high in an oil sector. You know, to me, it's a bit of an inflation hedge as well because energy has just performed so well, you know, in the last year or so. And again, it's, um, you know, again, we're, the, the goal is to build a diversified portfolio from our perspective because we don't want to have all our client chips in one sector. 
but you have to you have to pick you have to pick your battles right and so you know oil is you know it is what it is and um so that's that's the one that's one of our picks is the san juan royalty trust and this is one this is one stock that we do own for our our ira and 401k portfolios and some of the two regular ones yeah and you kind of spoke to this the one thing that i've noticed about the high dividend yield stocks a lot of them are 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 REITs they're in the energy space you kind of talk to this so it is kind of sometimes hard to get to be diversified uh when you're in this particular group because a lot of them share the same sectors uh let's keep with the energy thing um the energy theme uh, i'm going to give you one pembina pipeline corp it's a pipeline and facility uh you know it's got pipeline and then energy facilities uh the ticker pba pembina pipeline corp uh that's a monthly dividend payer as well shoots off about a six percent dividend yield again uh i looked at that pretty decent history uh, i feel comfortable uh dollar cost averaging into pba as well and that's a monthly uh, pay i'm oh, each one of these just full disclosure each one of these monthly dividend stocks that i've recently picked up planning to stick with them throughout the year add additional funds and then take the yield that i'm getting each month and use that money to buy shares as well so uh when you know when we talk uh pba we you, you talk about a six percent yield here but when you factor in reinvesting in and whatnot it that even juices your yield even farther so uh pba staying with the uh pipeline on that one all right back to you bill okay so i don't have a ton of companies in the oil sector uh but here's one of my favorites the symbol is bbl boy boy larry it's the bhp billetin which is a it's in the united kingdom it's a adr um a depository receipt it pays a 9.5% annual dividend yield. Um, the all-time high, looking at the, going back a few years, we're, I'm going to say we're almost at the all-time high from 2021. Uh, it's a little bit overbought on a weekly basis, so I would use some discretion because it just, in the beginning, at the end of last year, and the beginning of this year, it rallied from like $57 up to 66 So I would buy this one on a pullback. So I like it. It's got a solid, solid, uh, technicals. It is in the metals non-ferrous sector. Uh, you're diversifying also out of the U.S. dollar in a way because you know most of its earnings are uh, you know and its business business dealings are in the U.K. Um, but it's just one company that I like, you know, for our client portfolios because it does and, and we've done really well on it. Uh, you know, we bought these in October, and November of last year, so we did we did pretty well. But it certainly currently pays a nine and a half percent dividend yield. And it's BBL. All right. That's an interesting one. Um, back to the monthly, Realty Income Corp. That's a very famous one. Uh, maybe not quite as high of a yield, but the thing I noticed with this is you're also getting dividend growth. All right. So Realty Income Corp, ticker O, throws off about a 4% dividend yield. But, uh, you know, we've also seen yield growth and and this is a, a a really a little bit i would say out of the the monthly dividend stocks that i'm throwing out there uh, this is is probably considered one of the safer ones and it's it's a reit of course so o is the ticker 
Realty Income Corp, 4% div. Are, are you familiar with that one, Bill? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm making a list also of <laughs> some of your recommendations to look at. Yeah, yeah. So, um, okay, so that's my REIT. Uh, what else you got? Oh, boy. You know, there's so, so many good ones here. Uh, so here's a closed-end fixed, uh, closed fixed income fund. It's the BlackRock Taxable Municipal Bond Trust, trading $25 a share. On a scale of 0 to 6, it has three uh, positive technical attributes. And it pays a 5.93% interest, uh, dividend stream, I should say. And the symbol is BBN, boy, boy, Nancy. Again, you know, you always have to kind of look at their chart to see where they are in the whole swing of things. I kind of like this one because year-to-date it's down 4.5%. It pays a 5.93% dividend stream. I think I looked at the – yeah, I looked at 5.93. And it's on a weekly basis. It's a little bit oversold. So I don't know. That's the one that we own for our client accounts. Um and I know that some, if, if you were an accountant listening, you know, um, you know, why would you ever consider a municipal bond fund in a, um, you know, in an IRA or 401k? And again, I'm not trying to pick up pennies in front of a bulldozer. I'm trying to find yield for my clients. So this is a taxable municipal bond fund. So I find that interesting. Um, and I can give you another one real quick here yeah, if you want yeah, to do it, like another it. gas u- gas utility company. Sure. You know, here is one. Let's see. So. Equitrans Mainstream. Equitrans Mainstream. The symbol is ETRN, Edward Thomas Robert Nancy. It pays a dividend yield of 5.67%. It's again uh, in the gas utility sector. And I'll tell you what, Andy, I mean, you look at a chart of gas. You know what? We probably have more gas utilities in our client portfolios than anywhere. And I'll tell you why. If you look at a chart of natural gas, this thing had been down for like almost 10 years. You know, maybe in previous administrations, we were doing more fracking, more pipelining, more um, exploration, you know, in, you know, in the last 10 years. But, and it brought all this inventory to market. And you look at a chart of natural gas, goodness gracious, this thing is almost straight down for the last eight or 10 years. And only now, in the last six months, eight months, have we broke out in like an upside channel. So I personally think that we've spun off and used up a lot of our natural gas. And as a commodity, I'm incredibly bullish on natural gas for the next um, three, four, five, six years. So I see some natural gas and gas utilities as a really, really interesting play uh, for someone who doesn't want to overtrade their account. So for this one, Equitrans Mainstream ETRN Gas Utility with a 5.67% annual dividend. And that also pays in, let's see, this pays in the March, June, September DECE category again. Um, you, you think uh, natural gas is expensive here. Go check it out in Europe. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, that's, that's, that's even a whole different animal. Um, the uh, Here, I got one more for you on the monthly, monthly uh, dividend front. Uh, this is another BDC, Main Street Capital, ticker M-A-I-N, Main Street Capital, M-A-I-N is the ticker. It's another BDC. It's diversified. The dividend grows, uh, throws off about a 5.5% dividend yield. Um, and again, it pays monthly. So when you get these monthly uh, payments and you reinvest, it even juices the annual total return um, I'll throw one more monthly out there since uh, 
uh, I've kind of gone with that early on. Here's another one. This is throws a huge yield, uh, a little bit riskier. Armor Residential REIT, ARR, throws 11.9% yield last check. Uh, wow. <laughs> that, you know. ARR. Yeah, ARR, Armor Residential REIT. We invest, Got it. Got and it. Invest in mortgage backed securities, uh, a monthly dividend payer, and like I said, you know, almost 12% yield. So, uh, all right, I'm done wow. with my monthly list. Uh, here, <laughs> and we can get a little more conservative too. Uh, oh boy, I got some other good yields. We don't do conservative on this show, right? What am I talking that. about? You know, I if you if you're going conservative, then uh, you know, talk to your 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 banker. He can put you in a CD. Uh, <laughs> all right. So what else you got there, Bill? Okay, so I'm going to give one out to you that you know that I love, and we laughed about this one. This one was a technology company, specifically a telephone communication company. The symbol is. L-U-M-N, oh, Lumen gosh. Technologies. Love it. And I don't mean to take – I don't want to take your thunder away because Andy actually brought this one up uh, first in our conversation. But we have this have had this one in client portfolios. It is a pay 7.5% dividend stream. I would say that it's currently neutral and it's weekly overbought and oversold. All-time high-ish, maybe $33 a share back in 2017. Traded as low as eight and a half during the COVID sell-off in March of 2020. Now it's trading at about. Uh, let's see, where's it closed at? Um, it actually, but had a rough day today, um, mm-hmm. which I actually, full disclosure, and we had talked about this earlier. Uh, you know, the stock was down seven percent today, uh, and I was able to, you know, buy the dip. Love the long-term dividend with you. And then one thing, Bill, th- this is a legacy. Uh, telecom company, but uh, it's a value play, a dividend play, bought it on the dip today, but also they're working on some things in the future that could actually make them a growth play as well. Yeah, I think that's great, Andy. Um, I, and, I, um, and, and I like deep- it also because I can do covered calls on it. Like, you know, when, when the stock rallies, you know, I'll, I'll sell some at the money or slight upside options. So, for example, if you bought the stock today for twelve twenty-seven, like you did on the dip, you could buy the stock at twelve twenty-seven, sell the February twelve call, and throw a lock in an additional four percent yield over the next thirty-seven days, and that gives you about a six percent downside protection. So, boy, you know, for for a retirement account or an IRA or four hundred one k, just as a trade, a thirty-seven day trade, you know, it seems to me like it might be worth a shot just to buy the stock maybe tomorrow on the opening if it's anywhere nearby and even potentially sell that Feb 12 call or, or, or better. I mean, that's. And, and talking about the covered call strategy, I have an ETF uh, that uh, you might find interesting. Global X NASDAQ 100 covered call strategy. It's ticker QY. LD throws off a 12% dividend yield. It uses, so it basically takes the uh, NASDAQ 100 and then uses a cover call strategy to juice that yield. And uh, I, I, I think these are, I, this, I just kind of discovered these covered call uh, ETFs, and I think they're really interesting. And like I said, they throw off a monster yield, and they're basically doing what you just talked about on 
on uh, NASDAQ stocks. So uh, that Mm -hmm. covered call strategy is always a great way. We talked about it a a couple podcasts back, talking about options and and using covered call strategy. So, uh, you know, something that uses a strategy similar to what you're talking about, again, the uh, ticker on that, QYLD, throws off a 12% yield. Uh, Real quick, we're going to get into a bunch of other uh, dividend yield stocks, but, Bill, you know what time it is. It's plug time. So mm-hmm. be sure to subscribe, follow, and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if that's an option. Uh, totally be doing us a solid. Uh, and then, as always, subscribe and turn on those notifications so you know when a new episode drops. We do the Gains Podcast on Tuesday and Thursday afternoon. So uh, you want to be on the uh, lookout for the Gains podcast on Tuesday and Thursday afternoons. Um, we're going to take a, a break real quick, and then we'll be back. We'll have Bill do his plugs, and we will continue to give you a ton of high-dividend yield names that both uh, Bill and I like. So we'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Senecal Capital Management in Glenview. His website, SenecalCapital.com, C-E-N-A-C-L-E, Capital.com. As we went to break, Bill, I uh, did our normal plugs. Any plugs today for the uh, Gaines listener? Well, if I get to shamelessly promote the firm, it would you, you know you could come to Senecal Capital, that's C-E-N-A-C-L-E, SenecalCapital.com, and uh, contact us through the form handler that's on the website. Or as you know, being a blockchain enthusiast, you could also also text the word blockchain to 22828. That's blockchain to 22828 to subscribe to our newsletter. And hey, Andy, maybe I should begin including some dividend paying stocks and option strategies in the blockchain newsletter. That might be an interesting addition to expand coverage and, and something then, I haven't thought about until just now. And then, you know, the other thing is you could include uh, the likes of like, Coinbase in there as well, since that is the crypto exposure. I mean, there's a, a, a tie as well. So uh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Sure. And, and uh, you know, hit up Bill for that information. Uh, I get it emailed to me and and, and it is really valuable and, and, and worth uh, checking out. Um, all right. I'm going to I'm going to throw one that I really moved into kind of saw crypto getting a little shaky and I, I still believe in crypto long term and will continue to dollar cost into Ethereum and when when I see something at a really good deal I'll uh 
pick it up and let you know about it. But uh, to park some cash in the meantime so that uh, I, I at least have it in the market and could be getting a yield, <clears throat> depending if uh, if I see a good deal on then maybe I'll even, you know, cut out before then. Altria Group. MO is the ticker on that. Uh, you know, it's big tobacco. And I'm a con- I'm convinced that big tobacco will eventually become big marijuana. Uh, and uh, they're, you know, in, 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 in Altria's case, they're diversified in the in the cannabis space a little bit. They've some of their other other products, uh, vaping, um, the smokeless tobacco area is a, is a, a strong growth area. Throws out a big uh, dividend. So right now to park cash while I'm waiting to, um, you know, make a move on either some high flyer, some degenerate stock that I want to get into, or some crypto, I'm going with MO. 7.5% yield uh, on Altria. Love it. Love it. And if you wanted to buy it and sell the Feb 50 call, right, it's slightly in the money, but you could get an additional 2.5% between now, a static return between now and next 37 days. If you did the March 50 call, you'd sell it for about two bucks. Over 65 days, that would be a trade of 3.3% return if flat. So if the stock stays the same and you get assigned and, and close out your position. So, Andy, great, great pick. I love, love um, uh, Altria Group. It's, uh, I think that's a, that's a solid one. And, and, you know, worst case scenario, you, you end up having to get rid of your position, uh, which, you know, in, in, in my case – you know, I may, might be a good thing because then I got cash and I can move it elsewhere. Um, here's an interesting one, and this is to diversify a little bit because we did talk about how there's a lot of REITs, pipelines, uh, mm-hmm. telecom, that kind of thing in uh, in a lot of the high-yield dividend stocks. I have – this is an interesting one, and I just discovered this. It's a conglomerate. Icon Enterprises LP. <laughs> IEP throws off a 16% dividend. It's a conglomerate. Uh, we all know Carl Icahn, and it's a, a conglomerate. And I I, I, I saw the yield, and, uh, you know, it, it's attractive to me right now. Are you familiar? Were you familiar with that, Bill? Andy, I'm going to have my office scrubbed for, like, microphones and videos and, like, secret cameras because – um, we we were at one time uh, huge buyers of the IEP. You know, we saw the dividend stream just ridiculously high. It had it had a good name in there. We did own it, but I'm 99% sure that we got uh, taken out. Of, we got stopped out of our position. So we we had a great rally in it. You know, took it up to like $69 a share. We bought it like in the high 40s, maybe low 50s. Had a good you know, had a good uh, return in it, but we, we sold it, uh, you know, on a little bit of a pullback and just had to manage risk. And, and really, Andy, with all of these, put on the trade, manage the risk. Yeah. You got to put the trade on, right? You can't have paralysis by analysis and then manage the risk. So I, I like that one, but we no longer have that in our client portfolios. Maybe, maybe in one portfolio we have it, but it's not it's not like company-wide or firm-wide, you know, for our clients. I, I did like the fact that it, it is additional diversification as well in an area that, you know, in, as I mentioned, high-yield stocks are often focused in 
in very specific areas that, that we acknowledge and just have it. This is a little bit of a different one. So uh, I'm glad that you were interested. And I just discovered that and uh, jumped on it. And, you know, I got to be honest, uh, since the beginning of the year when I already uh, uh, have seen a couple percentage points up on that and, and that, that has a fat, juicy yield as well. Uh, give, me sure. an, give me another one, Bill, that you like. Okay, I am going to give you one. I like it. Um, oh my gosh, I just I just closed the screen. The symbol is U N I T. U N I T. I T. And that is Unity Group. It's uh, down eight point eight percent year to date. It's in the real estate sector. It yields four point seven percent. It's currently thirty five percent oversold on its weekly basis. And if you just look at this chart pattern, again, in 2017, we reached the peak of around $29 a share. It sold off all the way to about $5 a share during the COVID uh, sell-off. And it has regained and rallied handsomely, but it's still pretty affordable. And the chart pattern looks like it put in a bottom. So it closed at around $13.5, $14 bucks a share. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, $12.77, according to my screen. And, um, you know, it just looks like, you know, you could you could not dollar cost average, but you could you could pick your your spots and get into a really nice uh, real estate uh, stock that pays an, an attractive juicy dividend of four point seven percent. All right, I'll uh, U N I T the ticker on that. I'm gonna I I added that to my list. I was not familiar with that. Um, I'm gonna bring up yeah U N I T. Um, I'm gonna bring up two that I just recently talked to Jeff Kilberg just to remind the gains listeners uh, to two high dividend yield stocks um, real quick. Frontline Limited ticker F R O. It's shipping. All right. At times, what and they they can you know their 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 yields a little spotty, but. We're looking at a twenty-four percent yield potentially on that one, <laughs> and and I'm, I I, I got to tell you, I I actually I like this the stock not just for the yield but uh, the potential here as well. Uh, I I know it's a high yield, but I, I see value in this the way it sh- uh, shapes up on the chart, and it's a it's a pretty decent uh, company. It's in the shipping space. It's got an interesting. Uh, uh, history as well. I believe it was from a Nordic country, and I believe they might be in in Bermuda now. But anyway, they're they're shipping, and uh, I would suggest taking a hard look at that. I Jeff Kilberg, who I recently had on, uh, that was on his radar. And this is another one. I love this one. Uh, Enterprise Product Partners, EPD, Enterprise Product Partners, a pipeline uh, play. Eight percent dividend yield, and again, that's the ticker's EPD. Uh, love it, love it. Yeah, I, are you you're familiar with them? Yeah, I you know anything that's in you know the energy, I really I like I like to look at. Um, you know, I, I, we we bought one for our client portfolios last year in October, and it's just it's just been on a tear. Uh, this one, I'm probably going to have to sell because it's a little bit. It's got a little. It outkicked its cover here a little bit. And that is symbol G-A-S-N-Y. This is not a recommendation, okay? I'm going to actually probably revisit this one because only because it's 156% overbought. So it's one and a half times greater than its 10-week moving average. Uh, so it's G- a- G-A-S-N-Y? 
Right. So okay. it's, it's Gas Natural SDG. It's a Spanish company, Aye. and they do gas utilities, right? And so uh, I think it's benefited from natural gas shortages and things going on overseas, right? You, were, you had made a statement. You think gas is expensive here. You should see what it's like in Europe. And so we really, are, you know, this has been, uh, this has been a really good one for the for the portfolio. But it's kind of hard to say, you know, am, am I an expert in geopolitical European issues? No, I mean, I just I'm a technician and I look for yield. And um, but but this one, I may I may have to take a few chips off the table uh, because these kind of shocks to the system are, are short term and temporary. But hey, it does pay a six point six percent yield. I don't. I don't think I would buy this one here, Andy. I think I would. I would put this on a hold until, you know, things play out a little bit. So, I'm not sure, you know, why I brought that one up, other than it's just a really juicy dividend and maybe consider buying on a pullback. Uh, but again, it's in that natural gas and energy space, which I find super exciting. I have one more uh, monthly for you. Um, AGNC Investment Corp. It's a REIT, and again, the ticker's AGNC. Uh, throws off it's one of those um, monthly dividend payers and throws off a nine and a half percent yield and uh i'm telling you you know that's you're getting, you're getting basically we own that one oh Andy, you this is you're, you're scaring me now <laughs> it's like you look you got my book of business right in front of you it's you know it's funny but but for, you know i think we we look at markets it doesn't surprise me because we look at the market and i think the world uh through a very similar lens. And in this particular REIT, the nice thing is this is a monthly dividend payer. And again, you're getting that dividend and then immediately buying more shares. I mean, that's, you know, over, uh, you can double your money just through the dividend by doing that tactic of getting your dividend payment and then immediately taking that payment and buying more shares and just keep that snowball cash machine uh, going uh, you, you know, you look at doubling your money every six to seven years on just the double, just the dividend alone, and by reinvesting it. And right. explain that. You know, Andy, you might remember that there was a time in the not so distant future. I mean, it, it isn't for me because you know I'm I'm the oldest guy in the room. But there was this time period between say 1998 and 2008 where it was considered the lost decade. Where if you look back at the S and P 500 and you look at the QQQ Nasdaq 100. For the most part, it traded. It kind of traded sideways from the Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky scandal until the 2007, 2008, 2009 bear market, and then we broke out above our levels in 2012. And so again, as a technician, I like I like a super long perspective. What happens if we just had this amazing rally from the 2009 lows in growth, right, and even in some value names, and now here we are, right? We're we're you know, 13 years later, we're in 2022. Maybe it's time for growth in NASDAQ to take a little bit of a break, and we're going to find ourselves in this lost decade again, where if you own value stocks, they're dividend paying, you're earning, you know, two, three, four, five, six percent on these names, you're, you're compounding your gains by being in a dividend investment program, you know, a, a drip program, like super exciting and really a great strategy that, that you bring up. I, I think it's a great idea. I'll give you one more ETF. Uh, boy, we've gone through a ton of names, and we'll, we'll, we're going to wrap up. We could the, do this uh, all day. <laughs> yeah, we could. Um, and uh, hopefully uh, the GAINS listeners uh, jotted a bunch of these down. Take a hard look. Um, you know, again, these high high yielders aren't for everyone. 
But uh, just think about that, getting a monthly dividend and then just putting it immediately to work and then getting, you know, and then in a month, getting another dividend and putting it back to work. I mean, talk about the snowball effect. Uh, I, I really like that tactic. And if the market leans towards value, this might be a, a real the play going forward. You just kind of alluded to um, this may be the a, a play for a while. Um, here, I'll, I'll give you one. Here, let me give you just one more. Uh, it's it's a little bit uh, more conservative. Uh, Stag Industries ticker STAG. This is another monthly. It's a REIT, industrial properties REIT. By the way, uh, STAG is the ticker. Um, you know, it's a nice mix. The, the yield's not quite as high. I'm, I'm a little over 3%. But the one thing I like about Stag Industrial Inc. Uh, is the uh, it's a mix of income and dividend growth over time. And, and, and so you're, 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 you're getting this nice yield, but you're also seeing dividend growth and, and the stock uh, as well. And sometimes that's you get a little more growth if the yield's not quite as high sometimes. So right. S-T-A-G, right. that'll be my last uh, pick for uh, today. And what's, what's your last okay. one? Here's my last pick. It's Broadmark Realty Capital, symbol B-R-M-K, Boy Robert Mary Knight. Um, yeah, that's, a, that's a horrible B-R-M-K, uh, you said B-R-M-K? Max, B-R-M-K. Okay. And uh, it's in the real estate sector, but it's more like um, – it's an internally managed real estate investment trust. It, it provides financing to real estate investors and developers across the United States. They kind of just offer short-term um, uh, trust loans uh, that are secured by the real estate, you know, for these companies that are trying to buy and renovate and rehabilitate, whether it's residential or commercial. And it was founded in 2010. So on a scale of zero to six, it only has one positive technical attribute. So there's a, technically, it's not the strongest one in our bin but it does pay an 8.6% annual dividend and it's neither too far overbought or oversold. So I kind of like it from a technical standpoint. It isn't too crazy um, of a, you know, it won't add a, even though it was down about a half a percent today, right? Which is nothing on when you look at the market. But um, again, it's something that I find interesting and it pays again, more of that March, uh, June, Sep uh payment schedule. And again, one name that we, you know, real estate has many different faces. Real estate can be actually owning the real estate and managing it. Real estate can be like mortgage-backed securities. Real estate could be lending to developers and other people looking to, you know, grow their businesses. Real estate could be a group of doctors who decide to, uh, you know, what is that symbol? It's, it's not DEA, uh, DOC. There's a symbol of, there's a real estate investment trust where doctors just kind of get together um, Physicians Realty Trust, yeah, symbol DOC. Physicians Realty Trust. Let's take a look at this one. Um, yeah, I'm not familiar with that one. And my, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you one in the same space after you look that okay. one. Um, I'm waiting for the computer to serve this up. Okay, so Physicians Realty Trust. So again, pretty much sideways ever since 2016. Now it did again have that COVID pandemic low. But here's, a, here's a, a, an investment trust that's paying 4.92% uh, dividend. It's currently trading at 18 spot 71, neither too overbought nor too oversold. And again, it's one of those investment trusts that provides 
um, you know, facilities for doctors rather than, you know, uh, them working out of a local hospital. You know, it might be like a uh, an emergency care center, right? Or these these things we see we see pop up in shopping malls and on you know independent places where the doctors kind of lease space right out of the 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 from the trust and it provides a really good rate of return for them. Um, I'll give you one right in that space, and it's LTC. Dot us. It's not Litecoin, you know, ticker LTC for Litecoin. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how I, uh, it's LTC US, that's LTC properties. And what they do is there, it's a REIT as well, LTC.US, LTC properties. It's a REIT, it's senior housing and healthcare facilities. And they, uh, it's a increase of dividend over time. And it throws a 6.5% yield. So that kind of caught my eye. And by the way, that's a monthly as well. So uh, you can see, Bill, my interest of uh, getting that quick turn and, and getting that uh, snowball effect going. That's why these monthlies have really caught my eye as of late. So here's, you know, we've given you a ton of names. Um, I'm going to let Bill kind of wrap up here. Uh, a- any final thoughts on... Uh, you know, this kind of investing as we've seen a shift a little bit from tech and growth and, and some of the high beta names to now more of a value play. But still, I mean, big gains. I mean, we're not throwing little right. tiny yields at you. And there's a ton of potential here. So as we wrap up the gains podcast, your thoughts on this? Well, I think um, the standard rule is if it seems too good to be true, it probably is. And, uh, you know, Andy, you just have to take it, you know, put on the trade, manage the risk. There are companies that have gone down and down and down and down year after year after year. They cut their dividend, and that might be the most perfect time to buy the shares because now they have all this free cash flow that they can use to rebuild business operations rather than pay it out to dividend shareholders. So, again, buyer beware. Uh, A diversified portfolio, I think, is best, right? We're just trying to beat CDs, certificate of deposits. We're trying to beat the 10-year U.S. Treasury at 1.7%. And as you can see from our conversation, uh, the U.S. Treasury market, the bond market, has been kind of volatile too. So you can't just automatically assume that you know some dividend-paying stocks are just way too volatile for, to the portfolio. And again, for my, my clients who are struggling during retirement, or, or not struggling, they're anxious about retirement, I give them this piece of advice. There's only two possible outcomes to retirement. Either you have enough money that you outlive or you don't. You either run out of money during retirement or you don't. And if you keep it in a checking account or a savings account or in low interest yielding bearing instruments for safety, then inflation, which is raging somewhere between three and seven or 10% is going to eat away your standard of living on a monthly basis. Your purchasing power declines by the rate of inflation every single year. Now, I'm not saying you have to throw caution to the wind. I'm saying a diversified portfolio of dividend-paying stocks, you know, it just might be enough to offset that required minimum distribution fee that the IRS levies on, you know, on your distribution. So you have to pick your battles uh, and make sure that you stay safe. But, boy, some of these names that we've given out are they're, I'm not going to say they're household names, but, good Lord, they're held by large institutions. They pay a good dividend stream. And really, that's that's all we care about. Yeah, and and as you mentioned, uh, nice gains. And, and uh, as I was kind of alluding to earlier, it's just 
that those monthly dividends and even the quarterly ones, you know, you get those dividends, then you put them back to work or as in the case for many of your clients, I'm, I'm sure they're just drawing it as income as well. So, uh, exactly. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing so many great picks with us. That's Bill Uliveri, owner of Senecal Capital Management in Glenview. Check out his website, SenecalCapital.com. And uh, as always, be sure to subscribe, follow, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And of course, subscribe and turn on those notifications so you know when a new episode drops. We are back on Tuesday. We will see you then. A News Radio WBBM podcast powered by Odyssey. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.